Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, your house smells. Don't get mad, don't get mad. My house smells too. I'm not, I'm not indicting you. I'm sure you keep a clean home, but just time means you're going to acquire smells, whether those are cooking smells that get in your paint and your carpet. Maybe they're animal smells. Maybe you're a smoker or someone else was. Just living creates smells. I didn't realize that my home had a smell to it until I got my first Eden Pure Thunderstorm, the greatest air purifier I've ever, ever owned in my life. This thing, I had it plugged in for two hours. I came back in the room and my air smelled so clean. I now own three of them. I'm not making that up. This thing has absolutely changed me on top of what it's done for my allergies. Go get one, get two, be like me and get three. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Make sure you use the promo code JESSE. That gets you 10 bucks off and free shipping. EdenPureDeals.com, promo code JESSE. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. Can you imagine what it would be like to stand on the top of the walls of a medieval city, look down on an opposing army, Catapults laying siege. 
We've talked a little bit about sieges before. But I've always found sieges to be fascinating because they're so horrifying, aren't they? Not necessarily for the people on the outside, even though, as we're going to find out today, they're not that pleasant for the people on the outside either. But just wrap your mind around that. What's the modern day equivalent to that? You're in a huge, walled-in city. You get surrounded by an army. You can't bring in fresh food. You're limited to whatever water you have in there. Many of these cities were, they tried to build them around water supplies, but even then it was well known. If you were going to lay siege to a city and say this city was built over the top of a river or a stream, these ancient engineers were very, very capable. They would go upstream and divert the river around the city because you're starving people out. You're you're causing them to die of thirst. What goes through your mind when you're in that city? Every day you're getting updates. Maybe you're seeing them build a siege tower. Maybe they're throwing, who knows, trees, rocks against your walls. Maybe they're throwing dead bodies over the walls. And here's the thing. What kind of stress anxiety are you under knowing what happens when they take the city because you would know for for most of human history we don't see this much anymore but for most of human history cities would be under siege if the city fell when people walked into that city when they sacked that city It was, I mean, we've talked about the rape of Nanking in World War II before. And we talked about the horrific things that went on there. Mass executions, you know, assaults, just the worst you can possibly imagine. We talk about how horrific it was, and it certainly was. I'm not downplaying that. Brother, that was the norm for most of human history when a city fell. It just so happens when it comes to Nanking, the Japanese didn't seem to realize, uh, bro, we've got cameras, man. We have cameras. We have letters. We have telegrams now. Like you can't, you can't do that anymore. But I've always wondered that. And look, it's not like as if I want that feeling. It's not as if I want you to have that feeling, but what is that feeling? Maybe you're a, maybe you're a young mother. You wake up, get yourself cleaned up as best you can. Now, when I say as best you can, that's because you don't have water to wake up and clean yourself with. All the water that's left is to drink. You're filthy. Your babies are filthy. You're trying to get only enough food inside yourself to stay alive, to feed your kids because everything's been rationed. And you get up and decide to make your way over to the wall. 
just to peek out and see, are they any closer today? What's the status? Is today the day I go through the most horrific thing anybody can ever go through ever? What does that do to the human mind? Now, before we get to that and everything else, let's discuss where we are in Europe around the year 1095. You history freaks will already know where we're going with this. We have a pope. The pope's name was Urban II. And it's important to note that eh, we kind of have a pope. There are kind of two popes, and that's really, really, really going to matter, people say, to this story. Because when you're a pope, you are the head man in charge. And we don't totally understand how important the pope was. I am not a Catholic. I know For a fact, we have many Catholics who listen, so you'll understand a bit more than I will. But still, the Pope really, really, really had some amazing power at this time. And again, I'm not in any way insulting your religion, Catholics. So maybe you still adhere to some of this belief today. It's not my belief, but you do you. But there was a real thinking back then, a very real thinking. The Pope had the power, leaders of the church had the power to send you to hell. Now, if you're somebody who believes in hell, I am, and you believe that hell is the biblical description of it, where you will burn forever in a lake of fire, And you also, at the same time, believe a man has the power to send you to that place or guarantee that you'll never see that place. That is a man with a bit of influence over your life, wouldn't you say? Probably a guy you'd bring an extra cup of coffee to without asking. Pope, you need anything else? Happy to shine your shoes. Hey, got a little smudge on that. You want me to get your dry cleaning done? Obviously, he had a bit more influence than that. And we're talking not only influence over the peasants, because this is very much a classed system then. Lords, knights, peasants. Influence over kings. Lords of empire, men with endless wealth, men with troops, did not want to get on the wrong side of the Pope because, look, All the troops and wealth in the world is not going to make that burning lake of fire for eternity any more pleasant. Now, the Catholic Church then, and I don't know about its structure now, not my business. I'm assuming it's virtually the same way. The Catholic Church can have some divisions in it. Whenever you're... Whenever you have positions of power, whether they be religious positions or not, there's going to be competition. There's going to be backstabbing. There's just going to be that. And so we have, at this point in time, a two-pope situation. Now let's leave Europe and let's head on down to the Middle East and figure out what's going on then. About 
the 600s, well, it's not about the 600s, in the 600s, Islam showed up. I'm not going to break down all the the background of it, Prophet Muhammad, Muhammad, so on and so forth, and you need to understand Islam rose very, 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 very rapidly in the same way Christianity rose so rapidly post-Christ's resurrection. Now, there are a lot of reasons for all these things, but you need to get, and I need to get, and it's hard for us to understand this, part of the reason organized religions of any kind rose so quickly during this time was they offered things, things people were dying for, and not just spiritual things. Hang on. You need to guard your finances, and part of guarding your finances is making sure criminals can't get them. I mean, do you do you leave a bag of your cash sitting out on your front porch? No, you'd never do that. So why is your home title lock still sitting there unsecured? Do you even realize how incredibly easy it is for these cyber criminals these days to get a hold of that home title, get your signature on it? Take out a loan against it and financially wipe you out. They're doing it all across the country. The FBI is freaking out about it. You don't have to risk it. You don't have to just, well, I I hope they don't get me. You can go to HomeTitleLock.com and make sure you're protected. When you go to HomeTitleLock.com, make sure you put in the code JESSE and get yourself 30 days for free of protection. Stop playing games. Stop being risky. Go protect your home title. Jesse Kelly returns next. Religions offer something to people. Then and now. But we're going to focus on then for the time being. What's life like during this period of time? You and I, we take for granted. I know I do, for a fact. We take for granted the fact almost everyone in this society today can read. Isn't that weird to think about? I mean... Obviously, there are people who can't, but not many, right? Who Do you know a single person who can't read? Chris, do you know a person who can't read? Now, Chris can't spell, but that's totally different. Completely different. People can't read. Guess where you could learn to read back then? You could learn to read if you became a member of Islam, if you joined the Christian church. There was safety there, protection there. It was it was more than just a way for man to find out his place in the world, 
and what happens when he's dead and gone? Because that's always a question man has wondered. There's a reason religions have always been around. Man wants to know what's going to happen when I'm dead. Am I worm food? Do I live on? If I do live on, where am I going to live on? What kind of conditions are we talking about here? Does anyone know about the property taxes? You know. Religion offers answers to questions every man has inside of himself. But during this time, religion offered, in many cases, food, water, protection, the ability to read. So many things you take for granted, I take for granted, could only be found inside the walls of a church. Inside the walls of, and I'm sorry, I don't know, I'm assuming they were calling it a mosque, inside the walls of a mosque, a synagogue, a young Jewish boy, a young Jewish peasant, he can't learn to read just anywhere else. It offered something you couldn't find anywhere else. It was the government structure in so many ways back then. So if you had a new one, that had strong leadership like Islam did, especially in the beginning, it rises and it rises dang fast in the 600s. And realize what's happening in the 600s, or I should say more specifically, what is not happening in the 600s. Who's not running the show anymore about this time? The Roman Empire. Kind of. Allow me to briefly sidetrack on that, too. You remember the Roman Empire? We always talk about the Roman Empire falling to the Vandals. Well, remember, long before the Roman Empire, quote, fell to the Vandals, the Roman Empire split into the Western Roman Empire and the Eastern Roman Empire. The Western Roman Empire, Rome itself, what you would know, Rome and Italy, it fell to the Vandals. The Eastern Roman Empire is what you and I would know as the Byzantine Empire, and it went on another thousand years, including at this time. And guess what the Byzantines called themselves? They did not call themselves Byzantines. They called themselves Romans. In their mind, they were the Roman Empire. Now, it's different than the one you and I would know, the extremely imperialist Roman Empire, The burning Christians at the stake, Roman Empire. This Roman Empire, the Eastern Roman Empire, was a Christian empire. Constantine, the whole works. The city, Byzantium, that amazing city, a Christian city. I believe, and I could be wrong, still the biggest, gaudiest church ever built. Right there. It's a big deal to them. Back to Islam. Back to Judaism, back to Christianity, allow us to go to Jerusalem. Now, I can't speak to the Muslim ties to Jerusalem at this time because, let's be honest, early on, there aren't a lot of them. Now, they developed them. If you're a Muslim listening to the show, I'm not here to tell you you don't have some ties to Jerusalem, but for Jews... Obviously, Jerusalem has a bit of historical significance, just a touch, as you can imagine. For Christians, yeah, kind of a big deal. Like, a really, really big deal. 
when they sacrifice your Lord and Savior there, that tends to matter a bit to you. Tends to matter a lot to you. Now, Jerusalem at this time, run by the Christians. Eventually, Islam comes a-knocking. We would like your city. Now, there's a lot of misconception about this now because there's still so much religious tension out there. And by the way, I'm not one of these people. Oh, let's hope we move past that one day. I mean, that would be nice. We're never going to. Religious tension was the rule, is the rule, will always be the rule. If I, as I do, believe that Jesus is the only way into heaven, you believe that's a bunch of crap and there's another way, we're never going to come to a mutual agreement. Now, you and I can be buddies, and I have several buddies with different religions. However, you get enough people together, eventually they're going to decide we should murder each other. That's life. Differences on an individual level can be moved past. Differences on a mass scale cannot be moved past, cannot be, and will not be. You can do that, oh, give peace a chance, crap all you want. It does not work that way. Cultural clashes, which are often religious clashes, end in violence every single time. However, Muslims come knocking on Jerusalem Muslims do not rape, pillage, and sack Jerusalem. Jerusalem is not in a position at this time to defend themselves from the Muslims. They really come to an amazingly peaceful agreement. This is not a violent thing. They essentially allow the Muslims to come on in. I mean, they don't really have a choice. The Muslims agree, yeah, dude, do your thing. Worship Jesus, that's fine. You Jews, you do your thing. Don't eat fish or whatever. What do you? No, I mean, don't eat pepperoni. It's fine. We're all good. Everybody's good. And it's really peaceful. The crusade, the first crusade, which we're very slowly getting to today, did not start originally because of some vicious Muslim sacking of Jerusalem. That is a lie. That's not true. Which brings us to the next stage of Islam, though. It's not as if it was all roses and unicorns, you see Islam begin to fracture itself. A fracture you can see very much on display all over the world today between the Shia sect and the Sunni sect. Now, again, I'm not a Muslim, but they believe very different things about who essentially came after Muhammad. I'm not getting into that because I don't get it all I'm just not getting into it. But when I say they believe different things, I mean they believe them all the way and they will slaughter each other at certain times because of this belief. As we speak, this same conflict is going on around the world. When people say out there, Muslims kill Muslims, you know, more than any more than they kill anyone else. That's true. They are adamant about whatever this division is, they are adamant about it. Big time. Big time. Anywhere you go right now, that will be a huge divide. Hang on.
Birch Gold has precious metals IRAs for you. You realize you can move your money. That 401k you have, that IRA you have, you can move that money legally into a precious metals IRA. Does that not sound legit? Does that not sound a bit more safe with this financial chaos we have? I mean, you know, once all this madness in the streets is done, we're still coming back to 11% unemployment, a $4 trillion deficit, and China's still looming out there hoping to bring us down. Now, I don't know how that turns out, but I know this. I'm not risking all the money I've worked hard for in the markets. I know gold and silver are always going to have value. That matters a lot to me. Go to birchgold.com slash jesse. That's B-I-R-C-H gold.com slash jesse. Protect your financial future. Should be noted, I got all of your emails, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. I read them all. You guys absolutely murder me when you address me as Shogun or Oracle or Steel. (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) I don't know what's funnier, you addressing me as that or watching producer Chris roll his eyes whenever he he hears it. But yes, you can email them to me. And I got all your emails about the national divorce. Apparently, this really piqued your interest. I'll tell you what I'm going to do today. Once we get past all this, I'll probably go ahead and address some of those today. Because you know why? I'm a man of the people, Chris. I'm a man of the people. I, I realize I'm above everyone else. But at the same time, I eat at Red Lobster. You know what's really crazy? Is people think the Red Lobster thing is like a bit for me. Let me explain something. I grew up white trash. Red Lobster was a nice meal out. I'm not making that up. That was, that was a nice meal out. That was once every six months. And you would get to go to Red Lobster. And to this day, it, it's on my top five restaurants I'll go to. I'm not making that up. I genuinely love it. I have eaten there before all this COVID madness shut everything down and whatnot. I've eaten there more than once by myself. That's how much I love it. I will seek it out and eat there. The wife is like still can't wrap her mind around it. She asked me the other day, do you seriously like it? I said, yeah, a lot. A lot. I think it's delicious. All right, back to our story. All right, so we have divisions in Islam. These divisions in Islam cause things to be a lot less friendly in Jerusalem for Christians and Jews. Now let's go on back to Europe where we have the two Pope situation, but let's focus in on Urban II. We have a two Pope situation. And Urban II is trying to get his footing, showing the people, showing all of Christendom, Christendom, I will be the one who protects you. 
Let me say that again. He wants to show them, I will be the one who protects you. People will seek out protection first and foremost. People have always understood that. Urban II understood that. He pulls everyone together in the year 1095 and says, all right, we are going to get our stuff together here and we're going to go on a little crusade. Now, I need to emphasize this. There's a lot of dispute about what he actually called for. It's not as if we have the meeting minutes, but it's pretty universal. People seem to think uh, he was not calling for some multinational 100,000 person invasion of Jerusalem. He was calling for like two or 3,000 dudes to go on, you know, a little mission and come back. But here's what happens you present an idea in whatever form you presented it, emphatically or not, you present an idea that people like. That's all it takes for that wildfire be it a good one or a bad one, to get out of hand really, 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 really quickly. Pope presents the idea. It spreads like wildfire. Soon, every dude running a church, sometimes extremely radically, they're standing up in front of their people and saying, it's time to kill some Muslim scum. Like, really took it and ran with it. And whether or not the Pope promised this all the way or not is another point of controversy, but I need to stress this. It is what was spread far and wide. Remission of sins. Who wants to go to heaven, boys and girls? Who wants to go to heaven? Uh, I don't know about you. I want to go to heaven. If I don't know any better, maybe I can't even read a Bible, even if I were to own one, but I go to church, I believe in Jesus, maybe I can't read, and the guy I trust to present to me the gospel truth tells me, hey, Jesse, how'd you like to go to heaven? I have something I know you can do. Do you think I'm going to listen to that? Do you think I'm going to be all about that life? Especially if, let's say I'm a poor peasant farmer and my life kind of sucks. Do you think I'm going to be listening to maybe an adventure to go along with it? It War and going abroad for war, it sounds insane to, men, to old men who don't know any better. In women, it can sound insane to children, but you need to really, really, really understand. To young men, war does not sound like that. A lot of them, war sounds like an adventure, especially when you consider this. You want to talk about an adventure. Most people, the vast majority of people during this time, will never travel more than 50 miles from their home, ever, ever. You can't even imagine this because even if you're not a big traveler, which I am, 
you're you're one Google image search away from seeing mountains, beaches, swamps, rainforests, private islands. What can't you see right now? What can, yeah, Chris just pointed out he drives 40 miles one way to go to work. What can't you see right now? Put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's only ever been told secondhand what an ocean looks like. There aren't pictures, Jack. This is the year 1095. There aren't pictures. Who's only ever been told secondhand what a mountain looks like. Do you think as a young, full of testosterone young man, you would grab your sword, especially if you didn't have all the horrors laid out in front of you? Do you think you might be tempted to grab your sword and say, honey, I'm off to war. Got to earn my way into heaven. You bet you would. You bet you would. So this speech from Pope Urban II gains just a bit of popularity. (laughs) It essentially ramps up, and it ramps up big time. So let's march off to war. Now they have what's called, I'm not going to go into this because it's kind of boring and it did not work out very well. They call have what's called the People's Crusade. Understand there were knights, and I'm going to get to them in just a moment. There were knights, you know, lords and things like that, and then there were peasants. Peasants didn't march off to war with shining armor and such. Beautiful, double-edged broadswords. Peasants went off to war wearing scraps and rags. And the People's Crusade, there were kind of two separate crusades to the First Crusade. The People's Crusade, I'm skipping over a lot to just tell you, in the end, they were drinking their own pee and it ended. Okay? It did not go well. To put it mildly, it did not go well. Was that a little too gross, Chris? Dang it. It's Wednesday. We can say whatever we want. No, I don't have any idea why Wednesday gives us permission to say whatever we want. I just made that up. It's my show. I can do whatever I want. Which brings us to the Knights. Hang on. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. I love my Raycon earbuds. I do. I love them for a lot of reasons. One, they're crystal clear. I love the fact that I get good bass in them, and I listen to a lot of podcasts on my earbuds, and the voices come through crystal clear, but I love the comfort of them as well because I spend so much time with headphones in My ears can get real sore. I can wear these Raycons and do all day long. The battery charge on them lasts six hours. They come with this real slick little case, all kinds of different size options because everybody's ear is different, and they come at about half the price, half the price of the other high-end earbuds out there. That's what I'm talking about, and oh, it gets better. When you go to buyraycon.com slash jesse, you get 15% off 
that already incredible price. That's buyraycon.com slash jesse. Knights, the knight in shining armor. We love those stories, don't we? You love them. I love them. Who, especially as a young man, can't speak for ladies, but who as a young man didn't have fantasies about being a knight in shining armor with a sword riding in to save some dime from the evil hordes? throw her over your shoulders and ride off into the sunset. Everybody had those kind of dreams, right? Uh, reality wasn't that, wasn't, it wasn't that good. It really was not that good. A knight was a man who had access to the wealth and the training necessary to handle himself militarily. He did have shining armor. He did have a sword. He did have a lance. He did have a mace. He did have a horse, which is a big, big, big deal. Other people did not have horses. So I'm not, I'm not dogging on the knight's combat ability. Knights were well thought of combat wise, especially the Teutonic Knights, some studs, Norman Knights. These guys are studs. Um, they weren't the best people in the world. And this is not abnormal in the history of mankind, but let's say you're surrounded everywhere you go by people. You can do whatever you want to. How's that work out? Not only are you surrounded everywhere you go by people, you can do whatever you want to. I mean, there's no 911 to call. They can't pull out the uh, AR-15 they got under the bed and handle the problem. You can do whatever you want to them. On top of the fact, this is very much a classed society. A classed error, era, I should say. Which is not unique to Europe. It's just that's, that's how most of human history is. They were thought of as less than you. They were thought of, you would have been raised to think of them as, I mean, yeah, they're human beings, but they're not all the way human beings. They're certainly not knights, are they? I mean, they're human beings. I'm a knight. I'm obviously above them. They exist to serve me. And knights were terrorizing their own people at this time. There's a huge belief out there that that's part of why the Pope, Urban II, sent them on a crusade to give them something to do. Please, just go rape and pillage somewhere else. Go go do it to the Muslims. Maybe some Jews. Just leave us alone, please. That was the thinking. I already told you about the People's Crusade failing This is now we're moving on to the Barons Crusade. 
And there's another part to this that I'm skipping over entirely because I find it to be weird, even though it's a, it was a big part of this crusade. You know how I said Urban the second called for it? There's also a man named Peter the Hermit. Not making that up. That's what they called him. And he claims constantly that he has these visions. It's not my job to say whether or not a man consistently is talking to Christ or has a vision of Christ, but I'll say the way he conducted himself, the rest of this whole thing, basically running away every time there was danger does not sound like a man to me who was visited by Christ. It sounds like an opportunist for me. And Peter the Hermit was really whipping the countryside up into a frenzy about let's go get us some Muslims and Jews and let's take things back here. So off they march on a crusade and understand... It is amazing this thing actually ended up being successful. Understand they're not one unified army. They don't even know who's in charge. And it's multiple countries. We're talking France, Germany, Italy. It's multiple countries here, and no one can decide who's in overall command. On top of that, we talk about remission of sins and such. How long have you and I talked about history Conquests, wars, battles, political persuasion. Is it ever really all about God and heaven and just doing what Jesus wants or what Allah wants? Or uh, There's a lot of loot and booty to be had on this. And I'm not doing that cynical thing where you have to pretend like it's all about wealth. That's a bunch of garbage. A lot of very wealthy men poured a lot of money into this with no hope to get that money back. There were people, a lot of them, who really, really believed in this. A lot. And we're at an era, then much more so than now, where they were so much more, which is weird, because, I mean, they were a thousand years removed from the birth of Christ, right? Only a little more than, this is a thousand years removed from the death of Christ. And we're a thousand years removed from that. So it's just, it's the same distance, But they were very, 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 very connected with the actual physical things of Christ. I'll explain in a second. completely ready to adopt a teen for late nights writing english papers for your teen's music taste for dinners where they talk more on their phone than with you for the first time they call you mom you're never completely ready to adopt a teen and you can't imagine the reward to learn more about adopting a teen visit adoptuskids.org brought to you by the u.s department of health and human services adopt u.s kids and the ad council Part-time job, full-time hustle, all-time Shiro to all of us. You nurture, we listen. You teach, we thrive. You lift our spirits, but we've got to lay down the truth. It's time for you, our Shiro, to stretch for the stars. Start saving more for retirement now so you can feel prepared and live your life to the fullest. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceyourretirement.org Shiro. A message brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. 
When I say they wanted some land, booty, glory, well, they did. And the first place they came to on their march was a place called Nicaea. Nicaea, well, it wasn't that easy to get into. And again, the armies, the crusader armies, the Christian ones are divided. Eventually, some guy, one of the guys cuts a deal with the people inside of the city to allow some people to sneak in and take it. Now, that is a very, very, very big problem. And I know what you're saying. Jesse, how could that be a big problem when they can take Nicaea bloodlessly? Well, that's because you're not thinking it all the way through. Take a moment and think why that would be a big deal. Hang on. Kelly show on the Jordan Harbinger show. You'll hear amazing stories from people that have lived them from spies to CEOs, even an undercover agent who infiltrated the Gambino crime family. You're about to hear a preview of the Jordan Harbinger show with Jack Garcia, who did just that. My career was 24 out of 26 years was solely dedicated working on the cover. I walk in, I'm in the bar. Now there's a barmaid there, good looking young lady. She's serving me drink. Hey, what would you like? I usually, my drink was, give me a kettle, one martini, three olives, glass of water on the side. I finish the drink. The guys come in. I'm going to go, go in my pocket, take out the big wad of money. Bam, I give her $100. If you're with the mob, I say, hey, Jordan, you're on record with us. That means we protect you. Nobody could shake you down. We could shake you down, but you're on record with us. For more on how Jack became so trusted in the highest levels of the Gambino organization, check out episode 392 of The Jordan Harbinger Show. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.